majority of the people that's lost are not sitting in church. They're out in the world. And uh, that's what we're there to do. We're just trying to go out and uh, try to be a living testimony the best we can and uh, sing positive music and tell people about the Lord Jesus. Welcome to the Jesus Calling Podcast. Today, we talk with music artists who travel the world to bring joy to others during the Christmas season and beyond. Bluegrass duo Dalian Vincent and gospel music artist Ernie Haas. First up, Darren Vincent started singing at age three and playing music at age six as part of his family band, The Sally Mountain Show, along with sister Rhonda Vincent. When he heard Jimmy Daly, a lead baritone and tenor singer, performing one day, he knew they had to be friends. The two did strike up a friendship, and now they make all kinds of music together, including a recent Christmas album called The Sounds of Christmas. I'm Darren Vincent of Daly & Vincent. I'm Jamie Daly of Daly & Vincent. I grew up in Gainesboro, Tennessee, which is 92 miles northeast of Nashville in a small town covered in the hills and by waters and lakes and rivers. And I uh, grew up there with my parents, Judith and JB, and my brother Johnny and my sister Candy. I grew up in uh, a little town called Greentop, Missouri, 350 people with my mom and dad, Johnny and Carolyn Vincent, along with my two siblings, Rhonda Vincent and uh, Brian Vincent. For me, I'm a fourth generation of my, through my father's uh, bloodline of musicians. Music's always been a part of our, our, my life. Uh, faith played a big part, has played a big role of our, in my life uh, as a family and in our, in our business as well. Uh, I remember <clears throat> being in church playing with my little Hot Wheel cars and uh, listening to the preacher preach and my mom and dad and my sister would sing of course a special before the, the preaching would start and I, I still can close my eyes and hear my mom and dad and Rhonda singing still yet today some of those old gospel songs. My dad played in a gospel group that traveled around on the weekends when he would come home from work we would pile up in a white and blue van uh, that was 16 passenger van and there was a blind lady that sang named Joyce Atkins one of the best singers still today she's she's no longer with us but when I listen to the records I still love to hear her voice and I learned a lot of singing from her so I would travel around with Joyce and my dad and their group called the Four J's and they would play all these different churches all over the region and sometimes out of state and it was every weekend usually Saturday nights and Sundays and uh, that's really all I've known to do and know about you know since I was little little we met uh, in 2001 at the International Bluegrass Music Association's um, Bluegrass Music Awards show. Uh, Ricky and I, I was with Ricky Skeggs at the time, and uh, he and I and Sharon White, his wife, we were all sitting in the, I think, third or fourth row somewhere at the, at the awards show. And Jamie was with, was with singing lead uh, with Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver, and they were doing a gospel song called Be Living. And it's got a really high, Be Living in the course, and when he hit that, Ricky and I and Sharon, we just absolutely was smitten by his voice. And what a performance that was that night. And uh, just by seeing him up there and the way he uh, performed that, and I thought, I want to be his friend. That was really amazing performance. So after it was over, I walked backstage and walked up to him and I put my hand out and I said, I'm Darren Vincent and I'd like to be your friend. All it took was a high note. <laughs> That's how we met. I feel like uh, what Jamie and I do together, uh, we've done some wonderful musical things uh, together. But the most important part about all the music, just boiling it down to the bare, bare bones, is the, the way you speak to other people, the songs that we pick, and the, the uh, way we 
um, the song speak to their hearts and uh, give them uh, such peace and joy. And we get testimonies all the time of our messages back saying, I'm going through chemo and your music got me through uh, just being there taking these chemo treatments and just being sick and you make me feel better. I feel the presence of the Lord through the music that you guys sing. Things like that, that, that it's, it's not a career or anything. That's, that's just one person to another saying, I love you, and there's a, a bigger calling on your life than, uh, than what you're going through today. And I think that's where the music speaks volumes. And I think it's global. It's not just in the United States, but I think it's, it's a universal language that, that the music speaks to everybody. And it's not only gospel songs. People get touched over Country Roads Take Me Home. They get touched <laughs> over some of the comedy songs and the secular songs we do because we keep it positive. And, and I think in today's world, we need more positive music all the way around. And if you just sing gospel music in churches, which we hardly ever, we don't ever sing in churches no. anymore. Not as a group. Not, not as a group. Not. But, uh, um, you know, if we just sang in churches, we wouldn't reach near the people that we're able to reach by doing what we do because we do secular music and gospel music. And we've had many people walk up to us over the years and say, I've never thought about that. And one guy in Wisconsin one time said, I'm going to read the Bible. I've never read it. But your song by the mark is going to make me go home and read. I'm going to buy one and read it. You know, and it was at a hippie fest, you know, with, with you know, 5,000 young folks there, and, and he left with that instilled in his heart. Now, we would not have reached him had we been other places, more than likely not. And paraphrasing a little bit, but First Timothy 6.12 talks about going out and fighting the good fight. And that's why that's one of my favorite verses, because you have to go out and fight the good fight. And uh, that's really important that you do that. We have a TV show on RFD television called The Daily and Vincent Show. And uh, we have like a close to 11-piece band on the show. We do country music on it, new country music, traditional country music, bluegrass music, and we close every TV show with a gospel song and a Bible verse. And with our TV show, we want it to be the same as it is in our road shows, which is this. Many times in the front of the bus, we'll call our band to the front and remind them that, and just recently we were at the Ryman, 2,400 seats sold out, or Renfro Valley, you know, all these places that we've been so blessed to sell out. You know, we'll call the, the band to the front many times and say, gentlemen, you have over 2,000 people sitting in that audience tonight. And I'm not sure how other artists look at it, but here's how we look at it. Somebody in that audience tonight could be going through a divorce. Somebody could be going through financial trouble. Somebody could be going through major health problems. We don't know what all these people are going through, but many people in that audience is going through something. It is our job to go out there and take them on a 90-minute ride that will make them forget whatever they're dealing with and hopefully leave there feeling a lot better than when they came and joy in their heart. And so that's what we hope to portray through the television show. And from the messages we get on Facebook, which is quite overwhelming, we can't respond to every one of them. Um, it seems to be doing that, and we certainly hope it. And it's not us. It, it has nothing to do with us. Um, we're just stewards of, of what we're given to do. But that's uh, what we want to see happen at our shows and on the television show. That's our, our main priority. 
We have a brand new Christmas CD called The Sounds of Christmas uh, by Daly and Vincent. And um, this is a, a different record than we've ever done. And I, I do have to say for me personally, out of all the things that we've done, uh, I have two favorite CDs that we've ever done, and this is my favorite out of the eight or nine that we have done, uh, by far, by leaps and bounds. <laughs> it's not a bluegrass CD. It's not really a country CD. It's not a gospel CD. It's uh, country classics with big band and strings and horns and uh, special guests, Dolly Parton and Ricky Skaggs, and uh, was there anyone else? Okay. Just us. And just us. And, <laughs> you and me. <laughs> and our quartet, our quartet, Aaron Lee McEwen, our bass singer, and our new tenor and lead that switches off with me, Josh Cobb, and of course, Daly and Vincent. And we did songs, everything from Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Frosty the Snowman for the Kids, and Let It Snow, to uh, The Grinch. To The Grinch, yeah. and uh, to heavyweight songs uh, that we dearly love, like Mary Did You Know, written by my dear friend Mark Lowry and Buddy Green. And then Jimmy Fortune and Jeff Bates wrote a, a magnificent new song called Road to Bethlehem that Darren sings, and Dolly joins him yeah. uh, and us on the chorus. And Dolly actually sings a verse on, on it and just does her Dolly thing, you know, that gives it that, I don't know, that feel that it has to have. Beautiful. It just yeah. really. And uh, other songs we did, uh, you know, Little Star Bethlehem, and we did a Christmas medley, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Uh, just a lot of fun songs for us. Jingle Bells, a different version of Jingle Bells that I bet many people have never heard where we spell out the Jingle Bells. We spell it out, sing it, and spell it out. We don't just say Jingle Bells. But... I love those J-I-N-G-L-E bells. Oh, those holiday J-I-N-G-L-E bells. Oh, those happy J-I-N-G-L-E B-E-L-L-S. I love those J-I-N-G-L-E A lot, lot of fun, but it's my favorite CD that we have ever done, bar none, and um, we'd been wanting to, to do a Christmas record our whole career, and finally it lined up 11 years later, 11 years into this, that we get uh, to do one. I started listening to Christmas music about, I guess, in the middle of November, almost Thanksgiving time, because when it's that time of year, uh, we start watching the Hallmark Channel. I love going home on Thanksgiving and Christmas both and mom cooking all day and if you stay all night you wake up smelling it and you get up the next morning and everybody shows up and you know you exchange gifts and you talk and you see some family members you haven't seen in a while and you eat until you know you go into a coma and you crawl from the dining room table back to the living room and then while you're lying on the couch holding your stomach trying to breathe you say bring me another piece of that chocolate pie you know. <laughs> Um, that's great memories. And then, you know, hearing the funny stories from the families and the dysfunction that the families always have and always fun, I suppose. So You're part of the dysfunction. I know. <laughs> As Jamie and Darren prepare to travel far and wide to reach people with the good news of the gospel and the story of Christmas, they each pause to read a passage from Jesus Calling that inspires them during this season. I speak to you from the depths of eternity. Before the world was formed, I am. You hear me in the depths of your being, where I have taken up residence. I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. I, your Lord and Savior, am alive within you. Learn to tune in to my living presence by seeking me in silence. As you celebrate the wonder of my birth in Bethlehem, 
celebrate also your rebirth into eternal life. This everlasting gift was the sole purpose of my entering your sin-stained world. Receive my gift with awe and humility. Take time to explore the vast dimensions of my love. I love that. That's really good. Allow thankfulness to flow freely from your heart in response to my glorious gift. Let my peace rule in your heart and be thankful. The Sounds of Christmas by Dalian Vincent is available from your favorite music retailer or streaming provider. Stay tuned to hear from gospel music artist Ernie Haas after a brief message about a special Christmas gift edition of Jesus Calling. Experience peace and joy in the presence of Jesus at Christmas with the beautiful Jesus Calling for Christmas devotional. Celebrate the season with this gorgeous edition that features 50 select Jesus Calling devotions perfect for Christmas time, along with scripture and festive imagery. Jesus Calling for Christmas is a treasure your family and loved ones will enjoy for years to come and is available from your favorite book retailer today. Ernie Haas has had music in his life for as long as he can remember, and he's carried those classic music traditions into his career as a gospel music artist. Today, Ernie tells us how a fun trip to New York turned into inspiration for his latest Christmas album, A Jazzy Little Christmas, that he produced with his group, Ernie Haas and the Signature Sound. As Ernie remembers Christmases past, he honors those who aren't here to celebrate with us any longer. My name is Ernie Haas, and I have a gospel quartet called Ernie Haas and Signature Sound. And uh, we've been around since 2003. Before that, I was in a gospel quartet called the Cathedral Quartet, and I was with them the last 10 years of their ministry. So I've been quartetting it for a long time, and um, just it's just my way of sharing the gospel, the good news, through four-part harmony. I've had a lot of mentors in my life, but it started very early, very young. Being a child of, of, of guys who do heating air conditioning and who get laid off and who have to take food stamps and, and have to swallow their pride and, um, and then still model a Christian uh, attitude and still stay positive for your family. That, that, was my, that was my upbringing. And it was very uh, easy for me to say yes to Jesus because of, because of their yes. You know, music's always been a part of my life. My, my parents were always playing records, getting ready for a church on Sunday morning. Um, I always had a love and a gravitation pull towards music. Uh, of course, like any kid, you thought you were going to play Major League Baseball and basketball. Uh, but music was my dream. And so I remember specifically, I was 17 years old. I went to a, my first gospel concert. And it was a quartet, and it was the cathedrals. And I, I, you know, so it was before the internet. I didn't, you just didn't know there was an industry. And, um, but I remember that night, I'd, had, I'd already dedicated my life to the Lord. But that night I prayed a prayer and I said, Lord, if it be your will, I want to sing for you, but I want to sing with those guys. So uh, when I was 25 years old, they called. So, uh, you know, my, my testimony is uh, I, I, I perceived no might be just a not now from God. And so almost 10 years later, God opened that door to sing with the cathedrals. And it was a great ride. I loved every minute of it. And then God used that opportunity to take me to Northeast Ohio, not only for occupation and ministry, but to meet my, my future wife, Lisa. So almost 29 years later, still singing and still madly in love with the most beautiful girl in the whole world. 
I'll never forget a fellow by the name of Curtis Brewer gave me one of Sarah's books. And this was years ago, I think when it first came out. And he said, hey, this has changed my life. I don't know how many times I've done that. I've taken that book and bought them and said, hey, um, matter of fact, I was at uh, a, f a funeral from one of my colleagues with the cathedrals when he passed away. And at the door, they had bought boxes of Jesus Calling and just hand them out and said, here, take this. And I've done the same thing with the app. I get on every morning, my Bible app, my verse for the day, and then the Jesus Calling. I have the, uh, the alert on my phone, so at 8.30 in the morning it says, Jesus Calling, I love it. And how has it impacted my life? It's um, much like Eugene P Peterson's uh, interpretation of the Bible, the message. Um, I just feel like Jesus is talking to me. I feel like it's like, like you and I talking right now, uh, and, and that's the way it should be. And so sometimes words get in the way, um, interpretations, culture, and all that stuff gets in the way. What Sarah has done with the Jesus Calling book, for me, has made Jesus very personal, very relatable, and as if um, He came and died for me. I feel that fresh and new every morning. Here's December 22nd of Jesus Calling. Come to me and rest in my presence. As you ponder the majestic and mystery of the Incarnation, relax in my everlasting arms. I am the only person who was ever sired by the Holy Spirit. This is beyond your understanding. Instead of trying to comprehend my Incarnation intellectually, learn from the example of the wise men. They followed the leading of the spectacular star, then fell down in humble worship when they found me. Praise and worship are the best responses to the wonder of my being. Sing praises to my holy name. Gaze at me in silent adoration. Look for a star of guidance in your own life and be willing to follow wherever I lead. I am the light from on high that dawns upon you to give your feet into the way of peace. I love that. My wife and I, 29 years ago, we started going every year uh, to New York at Christmas time to see, we call it a Broadway Blitz, to, ch to check out some musicals and, and eat food and just check out the, the, the city in all of its splendor. And, um, but we met a gentleman by the name of Billy Stritch who plays piano for uh, Tony Bennett. He was very warm to the idea of helping us make it authentic. We recorded the whole record in New York and my dream for the record was it to sound vintage, sound like something from the 40s and the 50s, which is what I gravitate towards. When I listen to Christmas music, it's, it's still on vinyl. And actually on this record, Jazzy Little Christmas, we did do a limited edition of vinyl because it just, it just sounds authentic. My favorite though is, is an original song. There's only three original songs on the whole project. It's a song that I helped co-write with uh, two dear friends, Joel Lindsay and Wayne Hunt, and the song is called Christmas in Manhattan. And so I shared the story with you about Lisa and how we would always go to New York. And so it's, it's a love story about two young lovers going to New York for the first time and seeing it in all of its splendor. Another Christmas in Manhattan Where the snow's already I'm not young anymore. Uh, Lisa and I, we're in our mid-50s now. Um, we did a music video to the song Christmas in Manhattan. It'll be coming out here pretty soon. And so to recreate the two young lovers, we, we hired some actors and actresses. And so the little actress that plays the female role 
is my little niece. It's uh, Avery Haas. And so she's a 20-year-old college student. She's beautiful. And uh, so that of all the songs, I love them all, but, but my heart loves that one because that's my story. I like the classics. I love We Three Kings. I love Old Holy Night. Every arrangement has its own uh, authentic feel. We didn't try to copy anybody, but yet still hold on to the time-honored traditions, how we've heard those songs. The song We Three Kings was written in Manhattan by an Episcopal priest. It was the first, it was heralded as the first American Christmas carol written in the 1800s. And so that theme was hit, hitting there. There was a song on there called Love You Remember. That song reminds me of my greatest Christmas memory of all was when my father surprised us. He got laid off, so he was working at the JFK airport renovations. And this was back in the early 70s. He, he didn't even have 48 hours off for Christmas, but he borrowed a car, drove all night just to see us, and then turn around and drive back. So uh, that New York thing just kept happening. So um, I was talking to some friends, talked to our publicist, and I'm like, how? New York's given so much to me. How can we give back to it? And so when we, when we were made aware of uh, New York Cares, the Winter Wish program, um, I didn't have to think twice about it. There wasn't much, much prayer went into that because my heart was already turned towards that. And so we're not here to say, hey, look what we're doing. Uh, we're here to say, look what they're doing. And hopefully by people uh, listening to our music and enjoying our music, um, it'll make the season a little bit brighter for some people. When we do our Christmas concert, um, you know, the elephant in the room is there's a lot of people who are not happy at Christmas too. You know, it reminds them of people that have moved away or who have passed away. See, my father-in-law passed away 2005. So we were writing just a few months after that. And so we were just talking, they, and they loved George. George Yance was my father-in-law. Amazing man, bass vocalist for the cathedrals, and just, just, just a giant. And his last words to me before he passed away, he said, I'm not afraid to go. I'm just afraid to leave you guys behind. And we said, hey, we're... We're not far behind, George. We're not far behind. So I told him that story, and I said, you know, sometimes I wonder, does the Lord let him, let him look down from heaven and see that his family's okay, or that we're having dinner together, and we're still laughing? We miss him, but his greatest worry is that we wouldn't make it. We're okay, by God's grace. Uh, sometimes I wonder, does he get to look down and see that the music he loves so much, gospel quartet singing, is still alive and well through signature sound? So we all started talking about these things that we wonder about. So we wrote the song, Sometimes I Wonder, and it's blessed people for many, many years. Fast forward two years ago, uh, Christmas, his baby girl, Tara Yance, my sister-in-law, at age 42, went to the hospital on December the 9th. We thought it was appendicitis, you know, she was in pain, and uh, three weeks later she passed away. And it was cancer, it was, there was nothing we could do. And um, so the first verse is about a, a storm, being afraid of storms. And so we repurposed it and made it a, a winter storm because Tara loved winter. Uh, anybody that said she, uh, they'd complain about, you know, being cold in Northeast Ohio, she said, well, we'll move to Alabama. You know, she was, she was that blunt about it. So we repurposed it and put it on this record. And it's really not a Christmas song, but I, I really feel the song has found its home. It's found its musical bed, it's found its interpretation, and uh, my heart hurts for my family. I know this Christmas is going to be tough, 
but we're going to, by God's grace, and um, through tools, uh, through his word, and through, through music, we're going to be all right. You can find A Jazzy Little Christmas by Ernie Haas and Signature Sound at your favorite music retailer or on your preferred streaming service. If you'd like to hear more stories about music artists touching people's lives during the holiday season, check out our interview with country artist Aaron Watson. Next time on the Jesus Calling Podcast, we talk with pastors Rob Coles and Matt Roberts. They are founders of The Genesis Project, a network of believers who have a goal to plant churches in dark places, reaching people who don't normally do church, and learning to respect the journeys of those they don't get to walk with every day. There's people we get the privilege to minister to and to walk with and live life with every day who have been through things in life I never had to go through. And instead of seeing those things as a weakness, you begin to understand that they have a strength in, in their life that has never been asked of me. Do you love hearing these stories of faith weekly from people like you whose lives have been changed by a closer walk with God? Then be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling Stories of Faith podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review so that we can reach others with these inspirational stories. And you can also see these interviews on video as part of our original web series, with a new interview premiering every other Sunday on Facebook Live. Find previously broadcast interviews on our YouTube channel on IGTV or on JesusCalling.com video.